Revelation chapter 5. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and 10,000 times 10,000. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that's in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Amen. Thank you, Greg. It's just been a few weeks since we had Easter. Amen. Seems like it's been longer than that. As we start this new month, I do still offer the invitation for you to come and join in the Sunday school class. Yes, we have plenty of gift and inventory books for you to take home if you want one today and come back next Sunday and join in one of the Sunday school classes. I believe we all have an extra chair around the table, each, each classroom, and please take advantage of this opportunity to learn and uh, see where your spiritual gifts may be. And as the uh, one resource that the teachers and I are reading through, uh, written by uh, Charles Bryant, he is a United Methodist pastor, and from his experience and why he started this book and, and gift inventory is uh, for those in the church as he would re, uh, be serving the church so often so many would get tired, they get burnt out, and they would get unencouraged. Not encouraged, unencouraged. They become discouraged. They become unhappy. They become What's the purpose? Why, did, why even go to church? And he felt that as he would then present this spiritual gift study to them and get them once again, even though they may have done it years before, to get them to do the spiritual gift, the spiritual gift inventory, would, what it, he found it rejuvenated them, re-energized them, helped them understand today, this is my gift. And it's a little different than what it was five years ago or ten years ago or when I was a child or a teenager in confirmation class. And that makes sense, right? We are growing. We are maturing. Life experiences change us, affect us. Amen. Amen. Spiritual gifts are a blessed gift given to us given to each person that accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, we, we are all born with gifts and talents and likes and dislikes, but it's not until we say, yes, Lord, come into my life. Yes, Lord, be my, be my Lord and Savior, that there is another gift, other gifts that God is ready to give you. He's ready to give you, and it's already determined what that gift will be. Just as God knows, knew you before you were conceived, knew you before you were born, knew, knew you before you accepted him as Lord and Savior, that gift has already been planned for you. 
So the gift that we receive, that the Lord has for us, it is not something that we earn. It's an unearned, undeserving, unmerited. A gift that is not worthy, that we are not worthy to have. We are not worthy to receive these gifts because of our sinful humanness. We are not worthy of any spiritual gift but because of Jesus. Jesus makes us, the undeserving sinful people, He makes us. And through Him, He makes us worthy when He becomes our Lord and Savior. And these gifts are given to us undeserving people They're given to us by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Yes, the Trinity, all three together, it's a gift from all of them to us. It's all God and all God-given. All gifts are given by God. The author in our book that we're reading, he gave a good example of how he explained the Trinity. They are all God, doing God's work. They all work together. And each has their own uh, responsibility and, and, re, and responding to us in our spiritual life. And he wrote, just as he is a man, he is a human being, and he's the same person standing as I'm standing here. And as I just think of me, myself, and he writes, when his parents talk to him, and when he listens to his parents, he's still a man, he's still a grown He's no longer a child, but they are still his parents. He hears them in a certain way, he sees them in a certain way, and they see him in a certain way. But yet he's still that same man that when his wife talks to him, his relationship with her is different than with his parents. But yet he's still listening, and he responds accordingly as his wife. And then he's like, when his children... When his children talk to him and come to him, he's still that same man, he's still an adult now, he's still he's that person, that human being, but yet his children are talking to him. And he listens to them, and he responds to them, and he works with them in a different way, right? You understand that? Same person, but with different relationships. And that's how the Trinity was explained. And even though we are not worthy... We are not worthy. God already has a plan for that spiritual gift to be given to you. For that moment when you say, yes, Jesus. For that moment when you say, I, I wanna, I, I'm ready for some spiritual growth. I, I've been church my whole life. I've been warm in this pew for years. My family have been warm in this, this pew front or back, wherever that pew is. There comes a moment in our life we got to say, all right, Lord, I really want to check in now. I really want to sign in. I really want to sign up for you, Jesus. I know I've been here a long time. I've been here physically, but Jesus, go to work. Holy Spirit, go to work in me. I want to be that something new. Jesus, because he is God, he is worthy, amen? He is worthy. So worthy that when Jesus, Jesus, 
what did we read today? That in heaven, the creatures and the elders and tens of thousands said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. And then in a few paragraphs, it says, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to Him. Jesus receiving that praise, the worship, because He is worthy. Christ died. Christ died to be your Savior and mine and every individual. He died to be your Savior. Yes, we accept Him through faith, by faith through grace. We are given the opportunity to accept Him. And when we accept Him as Lord and Savior, do you know that the multitudes in heaven, they sing and praise? They shout, sing and praise, the multitudes in heaven. You never read it? Get in the book of Revelations and start reading it. Read about that celebration. But God doesn't just stop there. God goes up and beyond as He always does, as He has set aside a spiritual gift for you. Even though we are not worthy, a gift is set aside. Why? Why would God want you and I to have spiritual gifts? Why isn't it enough that I just accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior and I'm get my ticket punched, I'm going to heaven? Why would I need a spiritual gift? Why isn't being a pew warmer good enough? Why isn't checking my pew pad off that I'm here today good enough? Why? Because God is a God that has great expectations. As parents, we have expectations for our children, don't we? We have hopes and dreams, and we do everything possible that they can reach those heights. But there is a time that we have to let go and say, you choose, it's your choice. God's the same way. As Charles Bryant, he writes, the ministry of the church is twofold. The church ministers to itself for health and wholeness, and then the church ministers to all people called service, serving others. Yes, we gather for church week after week, and people question why, and they struggle with, why do I need to go to church? Well, for this reason, reason for health and wholeness. Spiritual health, coming together as a body of Christ, coming together with brothers and sisters so that we can go out and minister to others and serve others, care for others, help others and whatever you may find your spiritual gift to be. It is going to be different than anyone else. Next week, I'll share some from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I invite you to take a look at chapter 12 in 1 Corinthians. Ask yourself as you read that, are the gifts cookie cutter? As you read that, ask yourself, are the spiritual gifts some cookie cutter all the same? You'll realize that they're not. 
there is diversity. There is diversity. And think about that. Imagine diversity found in Scripture. It's not just black and white. It's just not all punch you in the gut, do it right, or I'm going to zap you. It's not the type of God we serve, not the type of Savior we have. There's diversity in each of the gifts. The gifts that are unique as the individual is unique. The gifts that change and grow over time because the individual is growing spiritually over time. God's eternal plan of unconditional love that is through Jesus Christ is what makes you worthy. You are made worthy through Jesus. You become worthy and given that gift, that spiritual gift. A gift that God gives and he gives to you. So think about what God has given you over your lifetime. And as we prepare our hearts for communion today, we have our responsive reading from the great Thanksgiving. Uh, Greg will lead us through, and you will respond. It will be on the screen. It was in your bulletin. It's on page 13 of your hymnal if you want to look there. We're going to go through that responsive reading. We'll have our communion elements blessed and ready. Greg and I will step down here, kind of like what we did on Good Friday. You'll have the bread. I'll have the juice. You'll come forward each side, whatever side you're on. You get your bread, you eat, you grab your cup, you step to each side, you put your empty cup in the communion rail, and then you go back to your seats. We will have that communion during our closing song. It'll be a video song, Worthy as the Lamb. We'll begin to that will be brought up, begin to sing, you'll come, and we'll just sing through that song as long as it takes us to get through communion. If you're like, uh, not able to come to the front, we'll bring it to you wherever you're seated. So that's the plan for this morning. And uh, let me offer a prayer, and then Greg will lead us in the responsive readings of the great Thanksgiving. Father God, we come to your table today to receive these elements that represent our Lord and Savior who is worthy for he was the lamb to take upon himself our sin the sin of this world and he defeated sin and defeated death and our Savior lives and because he lives we can live as well and because he is worthy and through him we become worthy so, Lord, we ask your blessing upon these elements before us today. I ask your blessing upon each one that receives them. I ask your blessing upon each one that takes the spiritual gifts inventory. I ask your blessing upon each one that invests the time to come and be part of the class and, and to put in the effort to, to further their spiritual growth. And, Lord, I know you will grant these things because that is your desire for us to grow more spiritually intimate with you and to use these gifts for your glory and your kingdom now and forever. Amen.